Welcome to the Launch Your Blog Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren McManus. I used to be a full-time tax accountant and CPA with a whole lot of limiting beliefs and I can'ts whenever I thought about starting my own business. Fast forward a few months and I quit my job after starting and growing my first blog to six figures in just a year. This is my space to share and yours to listen and grow about how to build and scale your own blogging business and design a life on your terms. Let's get started. Hey y'all, welcome back to the podcast. I'm not sure how your energy levels are today, but if you're listening, give yourself some credit. I have days where my energy levels are pretty low and I have way too much work to do and I don't even make it out of the house sometimes. I try to when the weather is nice and my bare minimum is usually just to go for a walk for at least 20 minutes and try to listen to a podcast usually in German, because I am still trying to learn this very cool and very frustrating language. But like I said, give yourself some credit today, because any day that you devote time to learning, whether it's 10 minutes or an hour, is something that you should be grateful for and proud of yourself for. Today, I want to talk about business sustainability in a get-rich-quick AI-enhanced world. We were already living in a get-rich-quick world, and man, did AI just exponentially speed things up. I mean, we were already seeing 5 billion side hustle ideas on YouTube and in Google Stories and news and everywhere. Everyone making $5,000 doing something online, right? But with the introduction of AI, all of this stuff has increased like tenfold, Because what used to take people hours or days or weeks to create is now taking mere minutes. It used to be that if you wanted to sell printable art or an ebook, you had to spend the time creating the thing and generating ideas for it as well, right? Now you just ask ChatGPT or any other AI tool to both generate you ideas and even create the thing itself. It's absolutely bonkers and some of it kind of scares me. Not necessarily in like a robots taking over the world kind of scenario, although I've seen Eagle Eye with Shia LaBeouf and that shit could totally happen, but more in a crazy content overload way. There's already too much shitty content on the internet, and this is making everything exponentially shittier, in my opinion. Don't get me wrong, I use AI to write blog posts, and I think it's totally incredible, but I think that the problem is that we're in a time where algorithms are favoring more content over better content. Tech companies want people on their devices all the time, always plugged in because that's how we consume and that's how we purchase. And it's not even actual direct purchases from things like ads, right? It's the ad revenue from the content consumption on these platforms. We're not just seeing this on social media with the shorts and reels coming from YouTube and Instagram and TikTok and whatever. We're seeing this across the board in so many different industries. Now, I'm not going to get myself started on Netflix and the constant content that the streaming companies have been putting out, 100% quantity over quality, and they're doing it on purpose because it's more profitable. That's the thing that sucks. Shout out to Apple TV here because they've put out some of the best shows I've seen in a while and their current model actually seems to be a little bit more focused on quality. I'm not sure why that is, but it's great. Also, if y'all haven't seen the show Shrinking yet on Apple TV, it's my husband and I's new favorite show. 
It was created by Bill Lawrence, the creator of Scrubs, another one of my all-time favorite shows. Totally love Zach Braff. But Shrinking stars Jason Segal, who is a shrink, trying to help people get their lives back on track while his is slowly falling apart around him after his wife's death. The show also has Harrison Ford and Jordan from Scrubs, Dr. Cox's wife. And anyway, it is literally has the perfect amount of humor and real life feels to it. And I love it. And this is in no way a sponsorship for Apple TV, but do go sign up and watch that show if you haven't already. It's so good. But anyway, back to my point. The point is that I miss really good content. And y'all, we're playing this game just like everybody else. We strive to be better, but we've been experimenting with different types of blog posts for SEO reasons. Earlier this year, for a few months, we were up to writing and publishing three blog posts a week. It was a lot. It was so much. And I was complaining to Noah all the time about it. We did have a writer helping us for some of it, but I was also doing a lot of this work myself and I really didn't like it at all. But it was all in the name of SEO and trying to play this content game, trying out new strategies. We've since moved back down to one blog post a week at the moment, and I think that's where we'll stay for a while. And I'd like to say that we're better than all this, but we do have to play this game just like everybody else does. Thankfully, we're at a place in our business where we do have a lot of sustainability, or actually, I suppose the better word here is stability. But we've built a more sustainable business over the years, so we don't have to play this game as hard as some others do. But we also do play the game to test out those different strategies that we can continue to know what is going to work best for our audience as well. Stability and sustainability in online business will provide you with a buffer against all of this. When you build up a presence on platforms, whether it be a good domain authority for SEO or X thousand followers on social media, and you build an email list, all of this provides you with a higher baseline and a buffer against the roller coaster of the traffic algorithms. Now, it can be hard to get to this point. I know that. It's funny because there are so many times that in our business that I thought, we've made it. I can cruise for a while. I'm going to be able to retire early with this kind of money. This is great. But then things level out and they don't often ever level out at that really high point. You fall a bit, but hopefully you still land somewhere on dry land. And this has become a pattern that I have noticed over the years with my online businesses and one that I've also seen in other online businesses as well with my brother, with other people in other types of businesses online. What I actually thought was stability in the past turned out to just be a series of waves that we rode. The first wave was Pinterest traffic back in 2016, really through most of 2018, Pinterest was the wild, wild west for blog traffic. There was hundreds of thousands of views to be had for many blogs, and it wasn't that hard to penetrate. There were fewer businesses on it. It wasn't as competitive and ads were also just a lot more affordable, although the ads platform at the time was a bit of a mess. But it was really the golden era for bloggers, for sure. We got as much as 500,000 views on our health blog, almost exclusively from Pinterest. And you're really not going to see much of that anymore, although that's not to say that it's not worth it anymore either. There are still people getting great traffic from Pinterest. I saw that Kathy Dean, who works on our team, she's getting around 85,000 views to her health blog from Pinterest, which is also a lot. But we have seen these waves with every platform. We rode a smaller wave with YouTube. We had a couple of smaller waves 
with SEO and we definitely wrote a pretty big wave of paid ads traffic, both on Pinterest and other platforms. That one ended shortly after the pandemic when the world started going back to normal, but was forever changed. That was really when TikTok was all the rage, all those people riding those TikTok waves. But this is what always happens. A new platform emerges or suddenly gets popular for a new type of content and everyone jumps on that bandwagon. Especially probably because we have all these bloggers and content creators teaching everybody how to do that, right? Myself included. A massive influx of content is created, competition increases, and then there's less of that pie to go around. And that's actually what Alex and I always used to call it, a money pie. When you adopt a new trend on the earlier side, when it's peaking, or especially if you get on just before it peaks, there's this huge slice of the money pie with your name on it. But then as the competition intensifies, everybody else starts chomping at that pie. And what happens is that you're still often left with a decent slice and one that is usually bigger than most of those other newbies that are on the scene, but it's not nearly as big as it used to be when you first got on, right? And that can be confusing and disheartening and definitely sucky sucky. So where does all of that leave us? I gotta say that this hustle or bust culture that we're living in is exhausting. I had all that hustle in me when I first started my first online business at 27, Unmarried, no kids, traveling the world as a digital nomad, and often networking and working alongside bloggers and entrepreneurs. I was in it and I loved it. But after each wave and each year that passed, it started to wear on me. It's tough to watch your income fluctuate. And every time that you think your stability and that time of rest is just around the bend, right? Just after you finish this product or this course or get this done, the game changes. The result is that the last several years, I felt like kind of a constant hustle. And let me tell you, I had 35 years old, married, trying to start a family with my husband, settle down a bit. I ain't got that constant hustle in me anymore. And my previous business partner and I's relationship really just was also not in the most stable place or on the same path to be able to really work on this together. So the result was that we did coast for a while. We coast on old traffic and some new traffic from the content that we were putting out here and there. And to be honest, it was okay. The business has been successful enough for this to really be fine for a while. But over time, it really wasn't providing me anymore with the personal growth and gratification that I was seeking from my business and my job. And I guess the point that I'm trying to make here is that we could coast, and that was the great thing. In fact, we coasted after each wave that we rode because the waves of traffic do bring in a lot of visitors, a lot of sales, a lot of email subscribers, and really all these things that are the building blocks for a good foundation for your business. And I think you have a couple of options here when you're trying to build a sustainable business. You can absolutely keep pivoting hard towards new platforms and chasing those highs. We've done it a few times and had great success with it, but it's exhausting as hell. So you better be in the right frame of mind for that. And you also better be the right person for the job. You need to be able to put in that work as well as recognize when the tides are changing. I know that I'm certainly more the former rather than the latter, but I've been fortunate enough to have business partners that take over more of the other role of, you know, the ideas and the direction part of it. And I talked more about that in the last episode about knowing your role in your business. But if you're choosing hustle or bust, make sure that you just set the right expectations and know that your earnings, 
can and most likely will change. I have generally seen a life cycle of two to three years or so for a lot of our big earnings in various places with those different traffic waves. But who knows, with technology and AI, that could shorten over time too. We could see shorter life cycles for these things. And I do think that hustle or bust is a good way to start. You do have to hustle your ass off if you want to get anywhere in online business, no matter what you start. But I also think that it's important to keep the longevity and that stability that you're seeking in mind, at least if you're wanting to build a sustainable business. You could focus on building an email list. If you write a high on a marketplace platform like Etsy or Amazon or Udemy and you don't build an email list along the way, you're going to be left with nothing when that platform changes their algorithm or competition grows because that traffic could disappear and you don't have anything to show for it, right? You didn't build anything that you really own besides this product that you're selling. But if your only way to sell it has disappeared and you have no way of reaching anyone ever again, well, then it's gone and you're going to be starting over from scratch again. So build an email list and build something from that email list. Have a blog on your website or start another traffic source or another way to monetize. Build an audience and an online community that cares about you and what you teach, right? Who actually knows who you are and wants to see more from you. A lot of these ways to make money quickly are all about the get rich quick focus. And, you know, I'm all about that too. I like getting rich quick. Who doesn't, right? But if you don't do this with some intention and think about what is two to five years beyond what you're doing now, you're going to regret it. Whenever we did those hard pivots in different directions, we tended to entirely drop other projects in the meantime. We would stop emailing our list or stop paying attention to our ads or stop writing blog posts. You really want to aim to be that person that consistently creates new content every week and consistently emails their audience. That person that never loses touch with their people that drive their business forward. And it's not easy to do this as you grow your business. You often, as a content creator, have to be in way too many places at once. You're always stretched thin as you grow, and you are going to have to outsource some of it or expand your team to handle it. And even then, it's still not always easy because it can be hard to find the right people for the job. We have hired people over the years, and some were great, and some were not, and some were just okay. And it can be really hard to find the people that actively help you drive your business forward. And also just honestly, as a business owner and a manager to also incentivize people in the right way, it's your responsibility to pay these people and to incentivize them properly with how you pay them and the work culture you create, right? There's so much that goes into that as well. So you're outsourcing and getting work done, but there's also new roles that you also have to take on. But if you can get a good handle on all this, you can derive other ways to make money from your audience as well. You can offer coaching or membership programs, things that can increase your bottom line without having to chase new likes and follows and views so heavily. This is actually something that we are going to be focusing back in on in the coming months. We've been way too focused in the last few months, actually the last year or so, on getting new traffic. And we've not been focused enough, I think, on our existing audience and community and how we can best move forward with them. It's always, how can we get new people in this funnel and drive more traffic? And these things are important, but it's not all of it, right? 
So for now, the first priority is still updating our courses because this is where a lot of our income comes from. And we want to make sure that we are prioritizing our existing audience here very much so. But once that is finished, Noah and I are going to have some serious strategy talks to see what our next best move is. We have some ideas already, and I will share more here as soon as we have some more concrete plans set in motion. But y'all really just pay attention to side hustle culture. It is important and it could definitely be your first wave or your next wave in. It could help you earn some money and help you grow your business. It could help you build your audience, but do set the right expectations and think about what might be beyond this wave. In the online business world, nothing is ever set in stone and things can always change in an instant. It's exhausting and overwhelming and sometimes scary, but I do think that it's worth it. I'm recording this episode a week early because I'm actually flying to Italy tomorrow to meet my dad and his girlfriend, and I love that my job and my business allows me to do that anytime I want. So it's totally worth it. Just make sure that you're also thinking about the next two years, the next five years. I don't often plan too far beyond that, especially with the ever-changing world, but you know, depending on what your style is, just make sure you're thinking about the next two to five years at least. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening, and I'd also love to hear from you if there's any particular type of content that you want me to cover in the podcast, or if any of you have anything relevant to share for our audience and you want to be a guest on the podcast, also let me know. I will be having guests on pretty soon here too. So you can either comment on the episode page for this episode on our blog or send us an email at the team at createandgo.com and Kathy will forward to me any ideas or requests. I'd love to make sure that I am creating the kind of content that you actually want to hear on here. All right, y'all. I will see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Launch Your Blog Biz podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And please share the love by leaving us a review if you loved this episode. And if you want to learn more about how you can launch and grow your own blogging business, make sure to check out our website at createandgo.com.